0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, friends of the revolution. This is Mo. You like that one? He's a bath film hating while I skating all the while masturbating. That's, that's Mo Porn, porn. Yeah. yeah. And of course, with me as always is the one and the only Doug Tilly. Bow, He's Doug bow, Tilly, bow, 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 number bow, one super bow, guy. Bow, bow. Welcome to Daily Grindhouse presents No Budget Nightmares. See, I was gonna get to it. <laughs> I was wondering. I, I was like, I didn't forget. You only
1: said your first name too, and it confused me for a moment. I'm like, you gotta say Mo Porn, or it doesn't feel right. <laughs> Do I always say Mo Porn? I have no idea. I can't remember. I, didn't. I don't listen to the show. <laughs> it's like just like all my other co-hosts. <laughs> yes, this is No Budget Nightmares, uh, and today, and I'm really excited to be back, and I'm really excited to be talking about this movie because today we're talking about J.R. Bookwalter's Robot Ninja. Oh, I love me some J.R. Bookwalter. I was very excited about this last week, even though I mispronounced his name a couple of times. Sorry. <laughs> what, you mean it's not Brookwalter? <laughs> I I blame it on my Canadian accent. No, I, I fucked up his name because, uh, I don't know, I was tired, I was stupid, something like that. But yeah, from J.R. Bookwalter, the director of, I think most people would know him best as the director of uh, um, the... The Dead Next Door The Dead Next Door Yeah They would know that thing That I couldn't remember Yeah (laughs) The Dead Next Door And I remember when I was a teenager And I was really into Horror movies at that time uh, That I knew about him Because of The Dead dead Next Door And the fact that There was some A relationship between uh, Him and Sam Raimi Who produced that Mm. film And Bruce Campbell Who did like some voiceover stuff in there Um, And because I was such A huge Evil Dead fan uh, That's something that I was like Okay this guy knows What he's doing Nice and and he does. I love J.R. Walter. He really does. He's a great filmmaker. I
0: mean, granted, some of his stuff is questionable. But, uh-huh. but <laughs> most of his work, I find, has a lot of redeeming qualities to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? This is a guy who's working with ultra-low budgets. Uh, and uh, comparatively, I mean, this is 1989. We're talking about with Robot Ninja. I believe uh, mm. De- Dead Next Door was 88. You're yeah. talking about the era immediately before... The shot on VHS, the shot on video, uh, kind of uh, revolution would occur just a few years later. In terms of, yeah. uh, you know, in terms of, of of it kind of really ramping up with with the, your sheets and your it, well, it's kind things. of it's kind of funny when you think about it. Like if Bookwalker, oh, man,
0: now it's my turn. <laughs> if uh, if Bookwalker had waited a year or two to do Dead Next Door, like it probably would have just passed into the ether and nobody would really even know about it anymore like i think the biggest reason why it's so well known is because it was like the most expensive uh eight millimeter movie ever right you know i think i think it cost them over a million dollars to make (laughs) it you know and it was all and it was all eight mil eight millimeter you know i mean if that had been shot on video it would have just been another shot on video you know release and nobody would have given a shit
1: Right. right. Well, I mean, you know, I, I still think that his sensibility and his uh, talents are such that it probably would still get noticed by somebody, but it sure. certainly wouldn't have the same level of profile that it, that it, it still does. Yeah. Um, I mean, people still do talk about that movie. Like I said, it's by far his most well-known film. He did uh, go on after Robot Ninja, which was his immediate... Follow-up to that film, he went on to do, uh, you know, films that are a little bit well-known, especially in by genre fans. He did sequels to the movie Witch House. Uh, I think he did some work with uh, with Full Moon at some point, or at least was in the periphery of uh, of the work being done by Full Moon in the '90s, which is really, mm. I guess, their golden era. If you're a fan of Full Moon Video, sure. Uh, and uh, and you know, he's had a. a I think he's he's kind of toned down a lot of his actual filmmaking. I don't think he's directed anything since 2003.
0: Oh, no, no. He's like uh, he's like a real estate agent now or he, something like that. I know
1: he loves Apple. Uh, for those yeah. of you who follow him on Twitter. Um, but, uh, you know, he still... His credits on IMDb show that he's still involved with doing some producing and things like that. So, hey, we love J.R. Bookwalter. And uh, we... Did not pick this film, certainly, with any intention of going into it to rip him apart or anything like that. No, 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 no. We picked it because it's called Robot Ninja.
0: (laughs) We picked it because it's J.R. Bookwalter and he's awesome.
1: Yes, and not only J.R. Bookwalter, this film was, uh, this has a couple of names, recognizable names to people who like genre films. Um, And... Recognizable to people who've listened to our show Exactly, it's weird Things are Whoa. tying together in strange ways uh, this, Creepy This film, uh, just as Sorority Babes in the Danceathon of Death was mm-hmm. Just a few years later, a few years after this uh, This was produced by uh, David Decoto uh, Director of the original Sorority Babes in the Slimeball bowl rama Yep, and it makes
0: you kind of wonder, like, what went wrong? you know, between 89 and 94, whenever that other movie came out, you know, because this is so good. You know, like this is such a great movie, and then the other, and then uh, *Sorority Babes* is just such a letdown.
1: Well, my understanding was, and I'm, I could be a little wrong on that, th- that he created basically a home video label, a straight-to-VHS uh, label. Uh, I think it was called Cinema Home Video, and it was specifically to get low-budget films out there. So he was one of the, the he was actually you know involved with producing and kind of of um, uh, mentoring a lot of these young. Filmmakers and and mm. trying to get get them uh, larger releases. So I mean I imagine that that that's how it sort of evolved uh, because Todd Sheets had uh, well I don't know if he owned the company that distributed his films but they they were all distributed by the same uh, company in this case. Um, so yeah I think it was Cinema Home Video is the name uh, and and that's the. Um, uh, that seems to be what the what the deal was here. That uh, after the splash made by the dead next door, that he hooked up with Jared Bookwalter, uh, and I know that their relationship must have continued onto the full moon days because David Dakota did a lot of work with uh, with Charles Band in full moon yeah. video later as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this this movie. No matter what you think of Robot Ninja, and you should think good things because I do. Because uh, it's great. <laughs> it's such a it's such an amazing movie. Uh, but whatever you think. You have to say that it was It was certainly a downslide for David Dakota To go from this to the Sorority Babes And the dance of of Death which... Sure, I mean he, but he, I mean, he made up for himself Later on, but I sure. mean you know. We're not knocking him, I'm just saying no. that, 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 that this film Which, by the way, was shot on 16mm film Which, uh, that's, that's Kind of unique for us Is this the first film we watched actually shot on film? Probably I think it might be. So I mean, this we're actually kind of outside of our comfort zone in some ways. In a lot of ways, this is an actual film with recognizable (laughs) (laughs) stars. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say
0: this is actually a film. Yeah, everything else we've watched has been a video. I I think you know because I think the oldest movie we had seen up to this point might have might have been like uh, like Las
1: Vegas Bloodbath. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah, and that was definitely shot on video. Right. That's right. So and right around this time period as well. Yeah. Huh, well this film, as we mentioned Has David Dakota producing, but it also has Some recognizable names in the cast What are those names? Oh, I mean like Burt Ward Burt Ward? Television's Robin from the old (laughs) 60's Batman And Robin series? Uh,
0: Yes, the one and only
1: I think it was just called Batman now that I think about it (laughs) Yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, he played the one who Didn't have a name in the title, but
1: You know Whatever you know, it works. I was a big fan, so to me, that show was always Batman and
0: Robin. Yeah, no. I, for for me, for me, it was always Batman. Yes. For me, it was for for me, it was that show that had uh, Kapow and Zap and Boom. Whenever
1: people got punched, Batman and Egghead was what it was always called to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know,
0: you know, what cracked me up was the uh, was the fact that they um, um, that they actually got him to do a, a holy, you know
1: line in this. Well, I mean I know that you, I'm yeah. glad that you were impressed by that mode, but why the fuck else would you have Burt Ward in your mouth? Tr- <laughs> to show off his bulge?
0: Because <laughs> uh, those are the only two those are the only two things people ever remember Bert Ward for is that his his uh supposedly monstrous cock and uh and his
1: uh holy whatever Batman lines. I mean that, that's similar to my own reputation except I don't have a quote that people know. All right <laughs> Where are we? You don't have that reputation <laughs> No, I have a much worse reputation um, And not just Burt Ward We also have Linnea Quigley for some That's reason right? in the film uh, Well, I mean, we know why they're there it is, it is the idea to kind of get some of these genre fans Who are familiar with the names To kind of get on board with it Both Burt Ward and Linnea Quigley Have really small parts in the movie yeah, small and they put they... Ward. He doesn't have a small part. <laughs> well, part. He... <laughs> small part,
0: small part big member. Right.
1: Um And who's the they're... other name? Oh, it's it's uh, Scott Spiegel. Scott right? Spiegel, co-writer of Evil Dead 2, makes yeah. an acting appearance, a rear acting appearance here in the film. Also the director I guess of Hostel 3 and I think one of the from Dust Till Dawn sequels and uh did he also do Intruder? I think he may have directed that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I'm not I'm not incredibly familiar with his work but I do think you are correct on that.
1: Well as long as you think it Moe, uh, then that must be the case. <laughs> look, if I if
0: I said it and it's on tape, it's true. <laughs> you know? But the thing that I love about him is his
1: voice is Oh, my so God, it is ridiculous.
0: Great. It's so great.
1: It, it <laughs> I, I don't even know will, great is at, the right word. It is we'll play some audio a little bit yeah, later just so you can get it. It's ludicrous.
0: It's ludicrous.
1: Yeah. Ludicrous is the only word to describe it. And I don't know if he's putting on if this is like an affectation because Sam Raimi has kind of a weird, high pitched voice as well. But but Scott Spiegel's voice, I mean, he is a cartoon character in this movie. It,
0: it really is. And it's it's sort of like um in like the like the, the muscular black guy in uh in Death Metal Zombies yeah. you know like it's it's one of those it's one, not that their voices are similar but it's one of those situations where the guy has a voice that you do not expect <laughs> at all
1: Yeah <laughs> yeah that, uh, that sorry I remember listening back I I guess I do listen to the episodes cuz I listened back to that Death Metal Zombies episode and when you play that sound clip I just lost it I mean you right, <laughs> such a such an unexpected voice to come out of that man
0: It it really is it really is and I get I bet you if I watched Death Metal Zombies again and and, you know, who's to say I wouldn't? Uh, but if I were to watch Death Metal Zombies again and his scene came up, I would laugh at him again
1: because that voice was awesome. You know, just a little follow up on that. You know, uh, we did have some nice things were said by Todd Jason Cook, the director of Death Metal Zombies, about our previous podcast. So kudos to him. And we're really excited to see Zombified, his uh, upcoming movie, which he has assured us that it's uh, it's played entirely straight. It's it's a straight Hardcore horror movie Not with uh, any of the comedic elements Which, considering that some of those characters Are are named and played by the same actors uh, and, and named the same characters That's going to be interesting to see It is going to be interesting to see what they do with that I, I'm, I am personally very interested uh, You know, we talked about things that were unexpected Speaking of unexpected Robot oh. Ninja, the title Robot Ninja I think when you actually sit down to watch the film your expectations will—I think you're going to be taken by surprise because uh, I went into this movie thinking it was going to be a lot of kind of goofy um, action movie style fun. Maybe because it's 1989, I was thinking maybe it was a play on like RoboCop or something sure, like that. Sure, sure, yeah. But it's not. Despite the not fact at all. that we just talked about how kind of silly uh, Scott Spiegel's character is, those scenes with Burt Ward and Linnea Quigley and Scott Spiegel are really separate from the entire movie.
0: Yeah, they're yeah they're completely on their own. They're almost like they're almost an entirely different storyline. They don't they barely have anything to do with the rest of the story, Um, and they're like comic relief. Exactly, those, those characters are comic relief. Everything
1: else is played pretty straight. I mean, actually. Kind of brutal you Kind know? of brutal It is a brutal yeah. movie And in fact uh, At heart It's really a satire uh, it's, yeah. it's a satire Of superhero stories And super- Well we were We were saying We were saying before When we were talking
0: Before we started recording mm-hmm. That uh, that this movie Is really ahead of its time In the uh-huh. whole Sort of like Meta uh, You know Regular man Becoming superhero Uh, Genre that's I mean that's sort of big Now but back in 89 when this came Out like it didn't exist
1: yeah this is a Proto super a proto kick-ass I mean This is sure this is uh, the precursor For those ideas and it came at a time When comics uh, were comics As opposed to superhero films uh, were Huge though it came out in 89 where Batman Would have just been uh, coming out but The the real focus of this film Are on uh, The mainstream comic books at the Time in fact the the main character uh, Lenny Miller I, I think he's supposed to be like a like a Frank Miller style comic book creator. Well, there's
0: a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, homages with uh-huh. uh, or with names. You know, I mean, obviously because like Linnea Quigley, her character's name is Barbeau. You know, I mean, it's and, and that they're, they're, that carries
1: over from the Dead Next Door too, where all the characters were named after like horror movie directors. Yeah,
0: I mean, and then and the, well, I mean, and then even on top of that, I mean, it, there's a lot of uh, references. Uh, you know, uh, to other, you know, offhanded references to other comics as well. You are know, like, there's a whole subplot about, like, uh, one, you know, the Scott Spiegel character has a, a comic called, uh,
1: was Bayou, it Bo- Bayou Man? Yeah, or... Bi-
0: Bayou Man, but they don't want it because uh, because uh, Lenny already has a comic book out called Bog Thing, <laughs> it's of course you know, just, it's <laughs> to be Swamp, swamp thing.
1: thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And and we'll we'll, we'll explore that a little bit uh, as we jump into it. Uh, and speaking of which, <laughs> let's get into it. Robot yeah. Ninja.
0: Um,
1: Do it. <laughs> I'm doing it. Uh, now the movie takes place in Ridgeway, Ohio. Um, uh, Ohio. I think it actually was filmed in Ohio. Um, and it begins with. Uh, and this again is sort of a ahead of its time style thing as well, where it, it actually um, begins with a clip from a television show that we don't know it at the time, and it's a television version of Robot Ninja. And yeah, we think we think it's playing seriously. Exactly, you know? and where he, yeah. cut, he bursts in through a door and he rescues this girl, and it's really cheesy, and this awful music is playing in the background. <laughs> and I mean, he, but it becomes right. And this actually is what I kind of thought the movie was going to be like, um, because that's all I really had known of it. Because I'd seen that clip and, sure. and and we get this kind of great um, Audio from the show itself Where the character says Who are you? I am the Robot Ninja
0: And remember kids Drugs are not cool I love that <laughs> Drugs I, are I, not I cool love that.
1: <laughs> Remember kids Drugs
0: are not cool
1: And I remember It must have been around 89 or so Where they did that <laughs> cartoon uh, special Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue, where all the cartoon characters tried to tell kids to not do drugs. Um, that's that, that's hearing that because no, just knowing that era and it just being right after the Just Say No Nancy Reagan thing. Uh, it, it, it you could totally see that kind of cheesy thing working its way into a, a show of the time. Sure, I mean, and, and even on top of that,
0: you can totally like you, you can feel the sarcasm. You know, like that. They're that the that the filmmakers making on this on, on its behalf. You know, like they're clearly
1: being like, this
0: is fucking ridiculous. And I love it. I love it.
1: And the show was compared to, and and I guess you know I made a little fun about Burt Ward being cast, but it actually is uh, purposeful because the the show itself is being compared to the '60s Batman series. That this character, uh, which in the comics is a very serious character, this robot ninja, has been camped up and uh and made into this kind of ridiculous um exaggerated character on television. Yeah. Um and um even though the character it's so it's it's incredibly popular. And in fact um not only is it supposed to be like the 60s Batman. I mean it even says in the background you can hear it say <laughs> same ninja time, same ninja channel.
0: Yeah, I wish, I really wish I could have grabbed that audio. It was just, it was way too soft. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, It's just
1: something that you notice in the background.
0: (laughs) But it was so great. There's a lot of stuff like that where you Hmm. notice this really weird shit in the background, uh, going on, whether it be like this weird sort of like 80s synth, you know, kind of music or, or whatever it is. But there's all sorts of stuff going on in the background that's just really fascinating to just kind of like listen to.
1: Yeah. It makes you wonder how, how how lenny the the cr- creator of the comic the creator of the character robot ninja how he let it get to this point without realizing what they were doing with his creation cuz he suddenly like bursts into the control room cuz he's really pissed about the show like it was going out live or something yeah like yeah <laughs> what the hell yeah yeah he's he's pissed off because they've uh, they've watered down his his uh, precious character by the way his character uh, I mean, I understand that he wants to take it seriously And it's supposed to be I mean, I don't know what it's supposed to be analogous to But it is called Robot Ninja Yeah <laughs> At the end of the day I mean, you know, with Frank Miller could have got away with stuff with Daredevil But when you call it Robot Ninja There's, you know There's only so dark you can make it
0: Yeah You, well, you I mean, would think kind of... anyway <laughs> No, 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 exactly, exactly I mean, and they do make a lot of They do make a lot of But there's it's funny There's, um, you know, like uh, The, the... Producer or what would you call him? Like the developer, sure. whoever on the show. Uh, you know, he has a great line that in this in this scene where he compares it to uh, the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let me let me play the line real uh-huh. quick because it's cause it's funny the way he says it.
1: And Lenny's the hottest artist since this clown invented that Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles crap. There you go. <laughs> but this
0: robot ninja, it ain't reality, right, Craig? Yeah, whatever <laughs> <laughs> I love the yeah, whatever guy um, But I mean, but but that's actually like a perfect in- analogy of uh, uh, of what's going on in the movie Is what happened with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Exactly, you know? and I
1: mean, I think that's probably one of the main uh, kind of influences On where the yeah. story goes You know, I think that character who said that line His name, his character name is Mick Heister <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're still in kind of light territory up to this point, but things go yeah, the dark movie, quickly. The,
0: the movie starts very goofy, yeah. and re- really silly, and uh, yeah, I think the first maybe like ten or twenty minutes of the movies are is kind of goofy, and then it gets really fucking weird um, and very dark. But uh, but we're still in we're still in light territory, so let's keep it light.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, <laughs> you have to you also have to take yourself back to nineteen eighty nine, and especially what was about to come after it, where where. Uh, artists and people who were creating Their own properties like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Because of the, the fact that a lot of these Were getting picked up and movie deals were happening And television deals and cartoon shows Uh people were making a fucking fortune, right? I mean, the yeah, artists, yeah. these hot artists of the time, I mean, I wouldn't say that they were necessarily household names, but this was, you know, this was hitting mainstream in a very real way, and, and everyone knows that the bottom dropped out at, 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 into the 90s a little bit uh, when yeah. things went a little nuts. But, it, you know, it's believable in this case that uh, Lenny's character is pretty well-to-do because of, of his comic book alone, but certainly uh, with the, the money from the television show.
0: From the TV show, yeah. Uh, so then, at this point, we eventually we get cre- the opening credits, and the <laughs> I, I kind of liked, I kind of dug the opening credits. I mean, it was all like, uh, you know, it was all like pictures from the comic that he was doing. Uh, but I, I, I loved the, uh, the, the. The sound effects. Uh, well, I, the I guess onomatopoeia is the right term. I don't know. Uh, Only time that'll ever be used in, the, in this. Show. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite one is there's a guy. There's a picture of a guy shooting a gun, and uh, and next to it, it's written Poom, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and I'm like, that's awesome. But I think I, there's some other ones too. There's like um, uh, there's like black. I think was
1: one of them. Um and like Throck, <laughs> I, I do think that we have to mention that th- the comic panels that you see in the film. And again, I'm no art critic. I'm not like you, Mo. I'm not on uh draw uh something. Is that what it's called? <laughs> uh, uh. But air my
0: dirty laundry. Yeah, yeah. Draw
1: something. It it they're they're fine. I mean, they work as, as good as background. But when you see him actually drawing the comics, it doesn't look like something that would necessarily be. Capturing the public's imagination Yeah I mean, you know, that said I mean, you know It, it, it doesn't have to be uh, The comics at, in the late uh, 80s were, were getting a l- little bit more experimental And certainly a lot darker And sometimes it wasn't necessarily As connected to the quality of the art itself As it was to the, the sort of uh, energy That went into it That said, I don't think the art was very good In this case No
0: But I mean uh, But the same could be said for like um, have, you ever, have you ever read the, uh, the Walking Dead
1: books? Of course you know, I mean, the same can kind of be said for that. Uh, I don't necessarily agree. I mean, you I, know, I mean, it's
0: not as bad as this, but I'm saying, like, you know, it's it's they're very kind of simplistic black and white drawings. Sure. You know, and, and I mean, and it, and it still captivated the, uh, you know, the, the world, so to speak.
1: <laughs> still captivating the world, Mo. Well,
0: absolutely, absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. The story is awesome. I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm currently catching
1: myself up on the books. But so the credits end. They do. And uh we're immediately introduced to a couple at a restaurant. <laughs>
0: the
1: goofiest fucking couple. Uh <laughs> I mean they they are ridiculous. They're not quality actors, but they have some interesting lines.
0: Oh, you know what we totally forgot when uh Lenny storms out at the and they're having that argument about where the show's going going, and Lenny storms out and he says I'll show you what the robot ninja is really about. <laughs>
1: I love that. I love that. Um, Michael Todd, who plays uh, Lenny in this case, he he gives it his best shot. But I loved, I loved him. I thought he was. great. Oh man, I don't know. I think he that... has so
0: he has he has so many moments. I mean, like you know, I mean, like I mean, I guess, like I guess, I can almost say like I love him ironically, you know. But uh, you know, I, I really. Uh... I, I love the performance that he gives because it's just so ridiculous.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, his whole character arc is so ridiculous, <laughs> as as we'll see very, very quickly. <laughs> very soon, very soon. So this couple—they're uh, apparently on some sort of first date, uh, or or uh, it's early into their relationship. Uh, and in it's fact- not early. No, no, it's
0: not. They're a. He specifically
1: says he's been waiting a year for this. Well, I, it could still be, like, their first date. Maybe that's uh, true. What he's been true. For. But, uh, but I'll tell you, this guy, despite how he looks kind of uh, gawky and dorky, he, uh, he plays it <laughs> cool because he says when they, <laughs> this is what they say. This is so great.
0: Thank you for dinner.
1: Now for the dessert. <laughs> You know what? You probably don't get from just listening to that what the implication is there. <laughs> he she says thank you for dinner. And he's like, "Now, well you're supposed to say, now for dessert." But he says oh, yeah. he goes, "Now for dessert." No, he doesn't want dessert. But focus. No, 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 no. He is he is rushing her back to the
0: car. That's that's what's happening.
1: Uh and in fact, they they um she seems into it <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Um, but uh, as they go to the car to get into it, she uh, is actually pulled into a van that is uh, parked next to them.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're, we're having the uh, obligatory low-budget walking scene because uh-huh. every low-budget film has to have at least one stupid walking scene. <laughs> and yeah, she get, she ends up getting snagged by these street thugs,
1: you know, and pulled into a van. And these are really the street thugs who will be... The villains for the rest of the movie There's three of them uh, Well at this point there's three of them uh, And let's see if I can remember what their names are There is Buddy Revelle, uh yeah. Who's one of the the, uh, the guys There's Scully who's driving the van at this point And there's mm-hmm. Sanchez And she's sort of the leader of the gang Yeah She's, she's kind of awesome She's cool She's awesome Yeah yeah, I definitely got I definitely dug her. Now, we say awesome it just mean in, in terms of her performance and some her performance.
0: Lines. Yeah, I'm not talking about she, they're, they're despicable characters.
1: Why are they despicable characters, Mo?
0: Well, I mean, first off, they're they're I mean, I don't want to say broad daylight because it's clearly the middle of the night <laughs> where they film while while they're filming because it's dark as shit. Yeah. But Oh, uh, that's but yeah, they by they the s- way, this movie is dark as shit and sometimes you can't see what's going on. <laughs> well, they do this uh instead of day for night, they do midnight for night, so <laughs> And everything is so dark. And like everything must have been filmed on like back roads and shit because there's no lights anywhere. Right. It's, uh oh, it's so bad. But um yeah, so they so they're snatching this chick right off the street essentially. And then they snatch the and then the dude goes to like I don't want to he he goes to like run off or whatever, and they uh-huh. end up
1: snatching him too. They're snatching people right off the street. They're snatching them and, and let's we can't really you can't split hairs on this one. I mean the the fact is They want to They're serial rapists That's what's going on here (laughs) Yeah And this is what uh, It's actually I think there might have been A a news broadcast Or something earlier But uh, this is They have been going around Capturing people And raping them And this is Who the villains are going to be For the rest of the movie It's serious stuff And there's no joking around about it Even though the movie Sometimes tries to play it weirdly light This is serious And it's uh, A little uncomfortable sometimes You ain't much of a man Man (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and yeah. in this case, um, I, I don't. I was a little surprised when they grabbed the the the, the guy. Um, yeah. But um, the the it's it's hard to say what the full intentions were. But uh, things take a turn for the worse when the uh, the van that they're driving, which they'll be driving for the rest of the film, uh, they get like a, well, there's some kind of problem with the car.
0: Yeah, I think it's like the 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 belt. You know, like the the fan belt. Well, I'm sure Scully will know what how to fix it. <laughs> no, it's not Scully's fault. What? Remember, he blames it on or who was it? He bl- he doesn't he blame it on the other guy? Yeah, well, I was I was using that as an introduction to the sound. Clip. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Watch it, fucker! Want a pile drive your ass? I told you, I ain't no fucking Mister Goodwrench. <laughs> all right, cut the shit.
1: <laughs> Scully's no Mister Goodwrench. All right, no Mister Goodwrench. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. But they pull over. By the way, they pull over to the side of the road in this in this uh, busted van, with, rape van, with the rape van, with the couple in the van still. And there's some really
0: there's some really questionable, um, f- like thought processes that happen in this film. Uh, I mean, through the whole film, like I mean, like it really like um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think a good example. Uh, well, you know what? A perfect example. Uh, things. You know how, like, how, like, the entire movie, they're constantly doing shit that makes no sense. Right? You know, they're not responding the way you should respond to stimuli. And, and it's the same exact thing with these, with these folks. You know, like, they just kidnap two people. They want to rape them. The van breaks down, so they just pull over to the side of the road.
1: And of course, their immediate concern is to fix the van. Yeah, as opposed to well doing what they're doing, which is obviously horrible. But yeah, it, yeah it, 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 you're right. The decisions are weird, and it's also odd that they don't notice that there's someone driving right behind them, and that yeah, there's somebody following them. That person, there's is, a lot. Is our hero Leonard? It, Leonard? There's a there's a, there's a
0: lot of there's a lot of that uh, there's a lot of that sort of thing happening. Like uh, there are scenes later where Lenny's being followed by cops, and he drives. Right by the cop. Yeah, yeah You know, and then there I mean, it's, and it's just so It's so insane So yeah, so Lenny uh, Lenny kind of You know, he wants to play hero now Because now he's got it in his head That he, you know He wants to be the robot ninja uh, Ninja. <laughs>
1: you know, it's funny that you mentioned These bad decisions, Mo And all I could think about When you said it was Isn't there a part later on Where a guy... On his own volition and for no good reason, takes like pieces of metal and starts sticking them into his own wounds. Yeah, that's Lenny. Yeah, I know, but that has, It's like you want to talk about weird fucking decisions. Yeah, that, they're coming. Yeah. So, 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 oh. Lenny, don't be a hero. Don't be a fool with my heart. <laughs> well, Lenny wants to be a hero, so he pulls yeah. over to the side road and he calls the cops first. I mean, he does, Yeah, he does the right thing. He calls the cops, but then he goes on his he, cellular phone.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised, you know. I mean, for for the time, I'm surprised it's not uh, I you know, know one a one giant brick. Yeah, you know. but um, so so he goes up and he confronts them, and now uh, what's her name? Sanchez was that Sanchez? The She's got a gun, uh huh, to one of their heads. Yes. and she goes, "Don't," and she and she says, "Don't come any closer." <laughs> okay. The, the, S- so what? So Lenny
1: attacks the guy with the knife. Right. What? <laughs> now there's a, it's another thing I want to talk about that we haven't really mentioned yet oh. is that this movie. Uh despite the fact that it's called Robot Ninja, despite the fact that up to this point aside from the raping, it's been fairly light. Uh this movie is horrifically violent. <laughs> it, there's a there's a ton of
0: violence. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot of death. There's a ridiculous amount of blood. Yes. Especially from Lenny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Uh, t- Lenny gets his uh, several times over. In fact, the only thing this movie seems to lack is robots and ninjas. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was I was hoping for a little bit more ninja happening. But uh its replacement is as you said, he attacks um <laughs> one of the guys uh and okay. So the couple are there. They're outside. She has a gun to the to the girl's head. He attacks the guy even though he's ho- horribly outnumbered and he's already called the cops. Yeah. And um the guy gets stabbed in the throat. Buddy Ravel stabs him in the throat. Uh and she, she She shoots the girl and kills her Yeah So both of the couple, the couple are dead And it's entirely Lenny's fault Entirely his fault <laughs> And to cap it all off He gets shot as well Yeah uh, He is a colossal failure Like he's a massive it, It's It's funny because of what happens immediately afterwards you mean, What Well, you mean this? No oh. No, damn it. <laughs> that, that, that's Lenny on the ground. That's him on the ground. He's
0: bleeding, which he doesn't stop for the entire movie. This didn't go like he wanted it to go at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he well, probably it's... pictured in his head
0: that he wouldn't cause the death of two people and get himself shot. Well, I mean, clearly, clearly Lenny is mentally deficient because, you know, like through the entire movie, anytime there's a fight scene, he gets these flashes in his head of comic book panels. Right. Of, wh- of what he should do. And then it never goes like that. Uh You know, and he and he just ends up getting stabbed or shot. You <laughs> know, I mean, he, he he gets massively maimed. Oh, my. Th- yes. <laughs> through the course of this movie. I mean, just brutally. And, and he doesn 't learn his lesson, he keeps coming, you know, and I mean and, and just and I mean, just a colossal ball of failure, yes, and,
1: and we'll, it won't take long to jump into his failure either, <laughs> as you will soon see, so Larry goes to the hospital <laughs> because he's been fucked up terribly, mm-hmm. uh, but what's really weird is the very next time we see him, he's coming out of the hospital and he's talking to a friend who we haven't met yet um, his His friend is an inventor named Dr. Hubert Goodnight. And there's a lot of good night jokes. Yeah, and he, this guy's um, good. His name is Bogdan Peckkick, I think. Really good. I think he's a really good actor, and he does... No, he's great, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Larry, when he comes out of the hospital, is in like the best possible mood. Because, Lenny. Lenny, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to screw this up, because I've written his name as Larry like a dozen times. <laughs> <point>. <laughs> so Lenny, but Lenny's in this really great mood, because he thinks that he's got all this great inspiration for his comic yeah. now. But yeah. guess what, Lenny. <laughs> He just led to two people dying. I mean, it must have been a, like the day before. See, but this is what
0: I'm saying. This is this is exactly what I'm yeah. saying. he's a like, sociopath. There's, there's yeah, exactly. There's clearly something wrong in his head. You know, it, it's <laughs> he, he. You know, two people died under his watch essentially, um, which he was wasn't his responsibility at all. Right, and and. And in the process, he's like, he's not like, oh my god, I can't believe two people are dead. He's, I cannot believe the great idea for a comic book
1: I have. And by the way, not only did he indirectly cause the deaths of those people and get himself shot, he also the, the serial rapists—they're still free and they're still yeah, they're out, there they're, they're out there doing it. So, I mean, what a failure this guy is. Just nonstop. So he goes right back to uh, drawing his comics, and we get to see his drawing uh, room, his uh, his art. Room, and it's covered you- in posters um, Actually, I love it because it's covered In a lot of like
0: late 80s movie posters There's a lot of really cool shit on there And obviously there's the Dead Next Door poster up in
1: there and I think intrude- you know, there's an Intruder poster In there as well
0: Yeah, there's a um,
1: the Video Dead yeah. Poster in there, which I, I thought was awesome yeah, That's just a great uh, poster Yeah uh, In fact, there's a scene that comes up in just a little bit where there's a video store And I love that too because That brought oh. back some nostalgia <laughs> for that sure, time period
0: Sure, absolutely
1: so now, <laughs> now even though we've already uh, just for a moment at the very beginning of the film been introduced to Burt Ward and uh, and his secretary uh, played by Ellen Quigley, this is the first scene now where we actually get to the first cutaway that that's kind of superfluous from the rest of the film. Yeah, where he talks to um, <laughs> Coleslaw. He talks to yes, Mr. Coleslaw, played by Scott Spiegel, who is a different comic book artist, um, yeah. and he's. The idea is, I think he—I he, I guess he's supposed to be good, even though he's brought up like like this kind of crumpled up paper. Uh, that that's... he's like he's like the Salieri to Lenny's Mozart. Yeah, yeah. He he hates uh, he hates Lenny because of how successful he is, and he obviously comes up with very similar ideas. <laughs> All right. So Lenny... now yeah. uh oh, I can't wait to play this. <laughs> let's right, let's here hear go. this. All right. The problem is our star artist Leonard Miller. Has a character called Bog Thing. And, uh, I really hate to tell you this, but I'm afraid he's going to have to take priority over you. No, no, damn it! Everywhere I go, it's it Miller this, it Miller that! Leonard Miller can suck sheep shit through a crazy straw for all I care! You see these hands? These hands are insured for ten. Count it. Ten thousand dollars, and I will not. ah!
0: He just slammed his hand on a uh, spike
1: Yes Mr. Coleslaw, you alright? I'm fine And I'm leaving
0: <laughs> I love it
1: That voice
0: Oh, so great He's like a high-pitched Harvey Farstein.
1: Yeah, exactly I mean, it is <laughs> ridiculous But I mean, the, this, you know Considering what we've just seen And what we've just been through in the film This cartoonish stuff, really It's a really interesting choice Yeah and of course, the final word uh, that comes from Burt Ward in this case, uh, where, where um, his secretary—what um, does she say offhand? It's something really stupid. I don't remember. <laughs> but he does get a good line, which is, "This holy shame, I wish I had." <laughs> I got to be honest.
0: I don't know. I don't like that line at all. <laughs> I don't know what. I mean, I don't know what he wish he had.
1: But I like the fact that he says "holy sh*t." Uh, I mean, the, at the time, I mean. Again, teenage me would have thought that was the funniest shit On the planet But uh, That explains why I left <laughs> but pe- I, I'm guessing most of the people listening to this Would know who Shemp is From the Three Stooges or, sure. And would know that uh, when uh, Different actors were uh, sort of stand-ins uh, For characters In Sam Raimi's movies, they would be called fake Shemps That sort mm. of thing And I, this is obviously just a reference to that sort of thing
0: <clears throat> Yeah Look, we're yes. knowledgeable about stuff we know about stuff
1: <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't mean to do that voice I just had something in my throat <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Burt Ward His character uh, Who's supposed to be kind of slimy Because he's in charge of this property I guess he runs the comic book company But he's also involved with the, uh, the television version He wants yeah. uh, Lenny to make his comic More like the television show Yeah uh, But Lenny makes sense. Lenny is not interested
0: uh, he says something really great. Oh, what does he say? Um, he says uh, "bullshitsky." <laughs> Is
1: that the great line you tried to remember?
0: <laughs> no, no. It's just, I just love I the know. fact. That, I love the fact that he says you know, "bullshitsky." Bull, bull Hangs up the phone on him. And I mean, and then of course, let- you know, you have the little back and forth. there, are like, damn artists, right? Right, right. Damn publishers. Blah blah uh,
1: blah. Right. Of course, I think he said something like, "You're printing this damn story, or I fucking quit." <laughs> so well that- that's right,
0: that's right, because he was making concessions that he would say, Well we'll maybe we'll put it out as a graphic. <coughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Um, <laughs> Everything all right over there, Mo? <laughs> I think I just swallowed a fly. Oh shit. Um no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um he says he says he's gonna make amends to him and he's gonna put it out as a uh graphic as novel. a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck that,
1: you know? <laughs> yes, fuck that. Fuck that, <laughs> graphic novels So, uh, Lenny, that's right, I got his name right <laughs> he, he goes to visit Dr. Goodnight because he has an idea yep. And when he uh, visits him, uh, Dr. Goodnight, who's supposed to be kind of this uh, He's not nerdy, but he is an inventor and he's supposed to be very technologically savvy He's, playing, he's got a great hat Yeah, he, what does his hat say? His
0: hat says, and I, like, there's a great scene towards the end. Where it's written really on it clip. in a very kind of
1: rough way on this yeah, baseball you get, cap. Yeah,
0: you, you get but you got a really great uh, view of it later on in the film. And I'm trying to find where I
1: wrote it down. I also wrote it down, but I missed like I couldn't tell what one of the words was. So I was kind of hoping that you would cover it.
0: <laughs> oh, I have, I have it, I have it. Um, he says, "Fucking, hey, where the hell is he? Oh, there we go. Who has a hat? Who says? Uh, Once I thought I was wrong, but I was mistaken." Oh, I get it. Very yeah. good. <laughs> Very clever.
1: <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> can't believe we wasted that much time for that. But that's what it's at. So yeah, it's when, I thought
1: when uh, Lenny walks in on him, he's playing a video game, uh, Lords of the Rising Sun, which I believe was an actual video game of that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lenny, he comes up with this great <clears throat> idea because he knows an inventor, and he's got money out his ass because of this television show. Yeah. So he wants Doctor Goodnight. To build him a robot a s- ninja suit A suit And it has to be built like a tank
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he says
1: I'm an inventor, not a costume maker <laughs> <laughs> Very reasonable response if you ask me
0: Sure Well, listen to this music oh, I faded it out, <laughs> never mind Um <laughs> there's just really there's this really great like kind of like 80s pop playing in
1: the background for that scene it's really great I mean this is a really at this point still the relationship between the two of them it is still kind of comic booky right he knows an inventor he's got a lot of money uh, he yeah. I, there's no indication that he has any physical prowess at all because the yeah. only fight that we've seen him do was a complete failure. Uh, but but the idea is like you know he has someone who can invent gadgets and suit for him and he's going to go out and fight <clears throat> crime. Makes total sense. This deal does not turn out for Doctor Goodnight. <laughs> no. <laughs> or Lenny. Or, or Lenny. Lenny for that. Man. Nobody wins out on this one. Um, no, ev- no, everybody loses. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: um, but then we're, we follow this up with a really great montage. Oh, it's nice a m- montage. I love the montage. I, I love montages, and it cuts back and forth because it's actually kind of like two montages in one. That's we've true. got, you know, we've got uh, the doctor who's uh, who's on like a shopping spree in the local hardware store, and then we've got uh, Lenny who's like doing like, you know, push ups and like crunches and you know and. and
1: um, what else is he does he uh, He's doing, like, kicks or something like that. <laughs> I mean, he, he's getting himself into shape, right? Because this is supposed to be taking place over a period of time. But that said, <laughs> you know, he's just doing push-ups and sit-ups and, and kicks. There's, there's still no indication that he actually knows how to fight at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's, you know and, and, and we soon learn he does not. Boy, he is not good at, at that thing. Uh, but it's, it, one of the, the notable things about the robot ninja and his suit is that he has claws. He does have a claw Yeah a, a claw Okay, he has one claw, right And it, it's kind of it, it, Think of it almost like a Wolverine style claws In that they, they reach out over his fist So he could yeah. slash people with it Or stab people with it Which he will do He does
0: He does get a couple of
1: good attacks It's really the only on thing it, he uses effectively at all
0: Yeah But we've got this great scene Where the uh, where the doc walks up to the uh, counter And with his, you know, with, with his... it's not that
1: impressive of a fucking. Pile. Yeah,
0: it's it's really not. I mean, it's just he kind of pulls up, comes up with like this bag, and he just drops it, and he starts unloading stuff, and the uh, and the 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 cash register whatever uh, <laughs> kind of goes.
1: Wow. <laughs> it's like wow. <laughs> it's a bit harder when you're watching it because the guy has this look. It's like.
0: Wow. Yeah, the look on his face really does sell it He's like, <laughs> he's like really impressed Believe he's like, us, wow. he's, he's
1: really, really impressed With the amount of shit that this guy is buying Even though, and also this hardware store I mean, it's not like, like he's going to, uh, to To like Lowe's or something like that No, no, he's like going to like the local place <laughs> yes. Wow, he's got, like, he's got seven nails And a, and a wrench
0: <laughs> Holy shit, he bought two pieces of sheet metal <laughs> I wonder if he's going to make a claw out of that
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Larry, uh, Larry, fuck (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I think for like the rest of my notes I haven't written down as Larry Lenny, Uh Lenny, um, (laughs) eventually the time passes, thanks to this montage And he goes to uh, Dr. Goodnight's
0: lab, and it really is a lab Now I do understand that this is supposed to Represent the passage of time But they're wearing the same outfits the entire time So it really just seems like it's an afternoon
1: Yeah well remember that last time They were in the lab they went outside And then they (coughs) came back in again (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And now the suit is ready Uh, And Larry immediately has been He tries on the suit and he goes how do I look and we learn that uh, Dr. Goodnight has sneakily put in a voice modulator so it'll hide his voice for some reason. I, I believe
0: the term he uses is vocal disguiser, <laughs> which, I, which I love. I love that. I'm like, yeah, okay, that works. That sounds, sure. that
1: sounds like a gadget. That's not bad. Makes,
0: makes sense.
1: Yeah, and then we get um, um, the reason. And let you <laughs> decide. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we get the reason that, the, that <clears throat> Dr. Goodnight is called Dr. Goodnight. We get the line. Oh, this one? Good night. Good night. <laughs> Very, Very funny.
0: funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I mean, but this is, but keep in mind, this is the beginning of the end for, mm-hmm. for Lenny. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, as I mean as the, as, the end is coming. I mean, it's like immediately coming. Yeah. I mean, the the sec, as soon as I mean, now he's already failed once mm-hmm. in, in a fight against these bad guys. Now he wants to go out on the prowl, and uh, and so before he heads out, he goes into uh, Goodnight's cabinet. And just and snags some pills from him.
1: Yeah, he takes pills. I mean, at this point, we don't know what the pills are. He just reaches into his medicine cabinet and just steals them. It, it's, yeah. it, you know, he does explain what his plan is. And his plan isn't strictly to go out and fight crime. In fact, his plan was very confusing, which is that he's thinking that he can like, hold the serial rapists long enough and track them down that then the police can get them. I mean, that didn't make any sense to me. No, and it doesn't
0: make any sense to me And it obviously
1: didn't make sense Because it doesn't work at all (laughs) It's clearly A not very well thought out plan Speaking of not very well thought out The next scene Involves our uh, intrepid Scoundrel punks uh, Going into a a 1989 video store Mm, And there's Posters for dirty rotten scoundrels And coming to America and my stepmother is an alien it's so awesome, so awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was there watching it, uh, and and a surprisingly muscular uh, employee. <laughs> but I mean, I I don't know why I noticed that. It just what's this guy doing there? Um, I didn't notice that, but okay. What does that say? I don't know. Um, it says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so why are they? They're robbing the store. Are they? They're robbing
0: a video store? The th- yeah, the thugs want to rob the video store. Why a video store? I I don't know. I mean, are video stores nor- known for having a lot of money on hand? I I don't know.
1: Well, maybe. I mean, no. <laughs> but I guess it's an easy enough target. So they go in sure. there. Sure. Oh, and and while they're in there, a uh, a sister, a sister. <laughs> a, a woman pulls up and her uh little brother goes in to bring back videos to the store. Yeah. And and he's just a kid. He's like, I guess, like 10 or 11 or 12 years old. I think old. they
0: say he's 13.
1: Okay, well, I was way something, off, wasn't something.
0: I? Nah, 10, <laughs> 13, what's the difference? In the grand scheme of things, what's a couple of years?
1: Yeah, exactly. So Larry, Larry, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! So Lenny, uh, Lenny, who's out there on the prowl, he, uh, he uh, has apparently gotten a police radio or has access to the police uh, scanner and hears that the... Uh, The van has been seen around that area So he heads over to the video store Yeah Yes he does That's what happens Mo I remember I saw it in a movie (laughs) (laughs) While this is going on Oh by the way The kid who went into the video store So they immediately put this kid in a headlock A pretty awesome headlock An excellent headlock And uh, they shoot the video store clerk Because why not Because why not These guys don't give a shit about anything Oh they're They are Fucking nihilist I don't know how They couldn't have Gotten caught Considering they're Driving the same van uh, And at this point The stores are still open And Oh that That and they're Completely inept Yes And they're totally inept uh, And it, it's only It's only by the grace Of God That Lenny Is so massively Over inept That he he's so <laughs> much Worse than them I mean and, and the cops I guess Are not really Doing their job either No no Let's put it
0: this way Sanchez Who is clearly The smartest of the, uh, of the, the three thugs, uh, is so stupid that she on multiple occasions lets the person who she has a gun to their head get away. Yes,
1: that's exactly right. You know, Even though it's you know, shown that they have no qualms at all about just shooting people randomly.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it seems like all you really need to do to save somebody who Sanchez has a gun to their head is take a step towards her. Because she will immediately take the gun off the person and they get away. Right every single time so this gang these, these so keeping so keeping that in mind just understand that Lenny
1: fails every single time against them how inept is Lenny? Yeah, Lenny is And I guess Lenny does have some excuse Because he pulls up as they leave the video store And they also, the, now they have They've killed the clerk They, they, gra- they grab the sister Now they have, they have the little kid They grab the sister yeah. They grab the sister And then the robot ninja shows up And we see that We, we see some point of view shots uh, From the robot ninja And they are all tinted red Yeah Because his visor is red
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> but it also makes it very difficult to see what the fuck is going on. Seriously, it's the middle of the night and you have a red visor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and it's. I mean, I am it's like, who does this guy think he is, Corey Hart? <laughs> he wears his red visor at night. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so he Corey can. Hart's birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, Ooh. Corey Hart! Yeah, I know things. Uh, but it, it doesn't have. <laughs> there's nothing on the screen itself. Like there's no like, because it's just a visor. It's not like there's like a computer in it or anything. Yeah, it's not like a HUD. You know? Yeah, all we're seeing is the the the, the thugs are all red. So, yep. <laughs> uh, but we get some of the best lines in the film. Again, not necessarily the most pleasant way. Uh, they are well, yeah. They are attacking the sister in this case, and uh, I think it's Scully in this case. Uh, he uh, he gives he gives a very uh, Las Vegas bloodbath uh, reaction <laughs> To what he's doing he's so, He is so obsessed with raping That he grabs
0: the sister And tries to rape her While they're being attacked Yes It's, ge- it's genius So here's yeah, He his, takes her like a Like he's like oh let's go back here And we'll do this while that thing is going yeah. on Yeah exactly like, The other guy is actually using her as cover And he takes her away from him So he can bring her into the van and rape her Right while everybody else is dealing with robot ninja let- and then he's and, and I'm sorry and then he says this which yeah. is
1: hilarious come on baby let's see them big knockers let me stress this is a good time to stress let me stress P- that there is nothing funny about rape we're not making light oh, of oh no, no no yeah yeah nobody's
0: making light yeah nobody's making light of rape well some people light- are it seems like some parts of this movie are but well, <laughs> but i'm saying i'm saying weird right but you know but what i am making light of is the fact that these guys are so insane you know and they're such sociopaths that they would rather they would rather take the time to try and rape this girl you know than to fight off this guy in a suit with claws so they can get away and rape her later right they do a lot of that not... There's a lot of there's I mean there's a lot of situations where where they stop and try to do something in the middle of like a crisis situation you know and then there's other times when they do when they should be doing that right then and there and they're like no let's take let's take them back and do something with them
1: later exactly
0: it's so insane yeah it's
1: pretty insane it's especially insane because of how intimidating this new robot ninja character is uh, because he comes out and he gives a very uh, scary line. <laughs> Uh, oh, you mean th- you mean this? I am the robot ninja, and I kick ass. <laughs> he kicks ass. He just said it. He kicks ass. Yeah, uh, and uh, to, to his credit, <laughs> to Lenny's credit, uh, at first he kind of does kick ass. He for a second. It's funny. He doesn't ever give them like like uh, one of those ultimatums, like uh, stop uh, and and <clears throat> you know, give yourself up. He just immediately yeah. goes for it and he stabs one of the punks in the chest. Yeah, yeah he, well, I mean, the only
0: person he ever gets over on is Ravel. Yes. You know, and that's who he's killing now. Yeah, he kills Ravel, he, he stabs him in the chest, and then he stabs him right in the eye. <laughs> Just, right in the fucking face.
1: That's pretty great, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, effects that involve things being smashed in or through people's faces, and they're all generally
1: very well done. Now, I have a question for you, Mo. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, somehow, in this skirmish... The 13-year-old kid dies. Yeah, Sanchez knocks him over. She knocks him over and he's just dead. How did this kid die? I would assume he hit his head on the ground. I guess. It's very... It, within the, 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 the actual series of events that take place, it's very difficult to see how this kid would have died. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, you know... I know there's always anomalies and weird, weird shit that can possibly happen, but, I mean, the kid... I mean he didn't fall from any kind of height no, he just I mean, fell. He, over.
1: Just, he, was not, he knocked over, you know? I mean uh but 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 he died. But the, the, so the punks um Scully and Sanchez they run off. The ki- So if we're
0: keeping if we're keeping track now this is now uh three people who that that
1: Lenny is personally responsible for their death. Right. Though he does not seem bothered by what has happened here. In fact, his response to this entire uh, ordeal after the other punks run away is I did it. He he's very pleased with what happened. Oh, he's he's super excited. Yeah. So a cop arrives and they see Le- uh L- L- Lenny drive away. He run. He drives off. Yeah, he drives off and he goes home and he goes to bed. Well, wouldn't you?
0: Not only does he go to home and go to bed, but he goes home. He goes to bed and then dreams about killing Revel.
1: Yeah, he does. He has weird kind of. Nightmares, I guess, but yeah, he, he dreams and he and he gets woken up the next day by a knock on the door, and it's uh, it's Doctor Goodnight. Doctor Good Morning. Doctor Good Morning. Classic. That's classic Mo right there. Well, that's a joke they do. They say Good Morning, Good Night. Yeah, that's right. Ah, so uh, Doctor Goodnight is very upset because the legitimate looking newspaper <laughs> that he has. <laughs> <laughs> its top headline is robot ninja lookalike kills one. <laughs> now there's really no way to interpret what occurred as him actually killing. Well, he did kill one, right? I guess he killed one of the punks. Sure. Um, yeah. But but the Dr. Goodnight is he's he's upset that he went out and did all this vigilante shit, but he's really upset that this kid is dead. The kid died, yeah. And it's really funny because he's the one who made him the suit. He
0: made him the suit so s- and like... he
1: gave him claws which were sharp enough to kill somebody.
0: Yeah. I mean, he tested the claws. You know, he hung a piece of oh, meat on Oh, that's up, right,
1: and he slaps it. You know, it. <laughs> and he slices the piece
0: of meat, he cuts it right into three pieces. You know, he knows what those claws can do, and yet he still let him out with those claws. I mean... Yes, you, you have blood on
1: your hands too, Dr. Goodnight. Yeah, yeah, goodnight. Well... <laughs> Say goodnight, night. <laughs> well, uh, Lenny, who by the way at this point has turned into a complete asshole... <laughs> Uh, he's a total fuck And like, he's point, a pill yeah. head and he's fucked up and, and he's completely a maniac at this point uh, <laughs> Completely ruined his own life <laughs> Yeah, so Dr. Goodnight uh, Asks for the suit back <laughs> He goes, no, I want to take the suit And yep. Lenny's response is to throw him against the wall <laughs> he, shoves yeah, he shoves him Yeah, uh, he shoves him And he does apologize immediately afterwards He doesn't know what's happening there uh, But he, uh, I mean, Dr. Goodnight also says Why did you take pills? And I guess they were supposed to be like pet pills they're a pep, yeah I mean, I'm assuming it was like an amphetamine Right Yeah <laughs> But Larry does apologize But he does not give back the suit No But uh, I guess Dr. Goodnight is like I'm just going to wipe my hands of this whole thing eh, I mean He probably should have called the police at this point But uh, I'm certainly I'm yeah. sure that won't come back on him at all
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, no, not So at after all. that great experience That same night <laughs> Larry decides to take more drugs And head back out again For more crime fighting because there's nothing more effective than a drug-addled crime fighter. No, no kidding. Um, we get a quick glimpse of uh, the police and exactly what they're up to. And one cop goes, "Quiet night." It's too quiet. <laughs> it's a little too quiet. I love it. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> because
0: it seems like this. I mean, because when you think about it, you know, you expect somebody in this situation to not be inept, but everybody is. Yeah. You know, the cops are stupid, the criminals are stupid, the superheroes are stupid, everybody's stupid. The only person who's not really stupid is the doctor. Yeah. And he and he's he may be he may be stupid or not be stupid, but he is still completely inept because
1: he didn't stop what he started. He also has extremely bad timing, as we'll find out. Uh, so Lenny this is a very strange scene. Lenny ends up in an alley, um, and apparently somehow the the punks <gasps> everything all right <laughs> A little drunk uh the punks all show up and they've brought company in fact somehow they fit it, they have a clown car fucking van because tons of people pour out of it <laughs> and they're all going to get revenge for Ravel. they they're pissed i guess they're upset about that um yeah. and there so there's it's this group of of punks and they're going to beat the shit out of the robot ninja and and, and fuck him up kill that fucker mm-hmm. They want to kill that fucker. It's what they want to do.
0: This is the you ninja
1: bastard. Get oh, that guy. Ass.
0: That's the black guy, right?
1: That is. That's a black guy who, unfortunately, gets his hand sliced off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're fighting with a guy who's got two giant razors on his wrist. I mean
1: to be expected. Well, I'll tell you what. They outnumber uh Lenny by a significant amount. I think it's something like 5 or 6 to 1. I'd say like 7 or 8. 7 I mean, or, eight or to there's 1 a, they, they com- there's a lot. It's not even close. And they overpower him entirely and immediately. Yet somehow he does uh he does punch someone's hand off. Um he stabs a bunch of them. Yeah. I, I think it says later that he's killed he kills several of them. Um yeah. and they manage to hold him down eventually, and they keep punching him in his metal parts, <laughs> like his mask. They keep punching that.
0: Yeah. Uh, and- well, it's it's great too because um, I think it's Sanchez keeps kicking him in his face. You know, and uh, and every time she kicks him, the the you know the metal crinkles up a little bit more. Yeah, it's, ac- it's actually kind of a neat effect. You know.
1: Yeah, it's battle armor, He-Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Big slash across his
1: chest. But the dialogue of this part seems to imply that they think that he is an actual robot. Yeah, exactly. They Think he's exactly. a robot, not some but guy what, in a suit.
0: What makes this robot
1: tick? Yeah, let's see Can if robots pull- bleed. They say. Yeah.
0: They pull up his sleeve and they're like surprised. Yes. Oh my god, it's, you know, and this is probably the worst mutilation that 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 happens to Lenny because uh Sanchez is basically sitting on his arm and she pulls up his his sleeve mm-hmm. so his forearm is revealed and she just buries the knife yes. over and over again into his forearm which keeping in mind that's how people kill themselves. Yes, exactly. So so how
1: he survives this, I have no idea. And there's a, there's a shitload of blood, too. I mean, there's tons and tons of blood. But just going back, by the way, for a second about the idea... Keep it, keep it, keeping in mind that from this point on in the film, Lenny does not stop bleeding. Exactly. And, he, and his attempts to fix his wounds are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but just going back to the idea that they think he's a robot for a second and that they're surprised to see skin when they pull back his glove, um, yeah. his mask does not cover his entire face.
0: Yeah, exactly There's skin, There's skin all
1: around it You can see that It's a person Underneath it You can see his Yeah, I mean You can see his hair You can see his neck Yeah, yeah. They're Also, instead of Just murdering him there Because they seem Pretty <laughs> close to it already And he's already Killed they several have done. of them Their yeah. decision They go Come on Let's take him home And kill him <laughs> That Exactly
0: That was my point From before yeah. You know Like they have These situations Where they should have Just put him out Yep You know, like literally, she has a gun, one in the head, the end. She knows he's human now. She knows he's not a fucking robot, you know. Just put a bullet in his head and run the town because clearly you're the smartest person in it. At least
1: cut off his claws or something. (laughs) Yeah. So they grab him to take him back home. I wonder what home is in this case. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and I, I've told you this before. Mo, my, my favorite line in the entire movie happens because he, uh, he struggles to get away, and in the process, Scully gets uh, knocked in an unfortunate spot. I think this is actually my favorite line of the film as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor Scully! Oh my nuts! <laughs> oh my nuts! <laughs> oh my nuts! <laughs> poor Scully and poor his nuts.
0: <laughs> I mean, not that he doesn't deserve it I mean, you know I mean, Keep in mind, this is a rapist we're talking about yeah. But I
1: mean, still Yeah, yeah, Scully got his just desserts <laughs> Nah, not, not exactly he, home, Homeboy got his eggs scrambled <laughs> Classic um, so, so in the process, the cops You can start hearing sirens uh, in the background The cops are on their way uh, And she's, uh, Sanchez is starting to panic a bit So she shoots Lenny in the back twice yeah, she shoots him. Get keep in mind that he's been fucked up, like beaten t- t- next to death, and his wrist. Is... His wrist has been sliced up to the fa- to the point where he should be dead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say there. There is a like
0: you know there is a gorge cut out of his forearm. Right, you know, it's not it's not even just like you know it's not even just that you know that he's been cut up like there. I mean, there is like. Flesh missing. Yes. So the cops do what what
1: any smart cop would do, and just open and just open fire. This is really bloody too. When the shots happen, one of the punks gets shot in the stomach, and this is just massive, big, bloody spot on him. Yeah. And Larry gets Larry. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to dub me and saying Lenny. Um, <laughs> Lenny gets in the car uh, Gets in his car uh, And just drives away uh, Somehow Under his own volition uh, But a cop does see him A cop sees him uh, Take off Yeah and Not just a cop in fact Because uh, we, we notice In a minute That he, he was actually followed Because he goes back He goes luckily, luckily for Dr. Goodnight He goes to the lab Instead of his own house Mm. And uh, they follow him, and they think that it's actually because well, because that's, that's where the pills right. are right that's right, and that's where, oh my gosh, will, <laughs> we'll talk about it in a second, but they think that it's actually Dr. Goodnight who's the, who's the robot ninja. Uh,
0: well, yeah, because because the, uh, because Sanchez sees on his sees his mailbox, right, you know, and then they, they somehow find his phone number and they call him and they hear the, uh, the voice the, the answering machine. I was about to say voicemail, but that didn't exist back then. <laughs> His answering machine.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And and uh yeah. they they decided they're gonna come back in the morning to fuck him up. They sure did. They sure did decide that. But um But in the meantime But in the meantime.
0: Just I mean ridiculous. Wait, hold on. Okay, so 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 he falls asleep. He he, he essentially
1: goes there and he like falls asleep. Uh, he does. Well, the first thing we get is uh, there's a news broadcast which is talking about uh, the robot ninja has been blamed for four more deaths in this case. Uh, and we get and like they and they have to like confirm it too. <laughs> like there's like somebody off camera going, "Yep, yep."
0: There's a couple more over here. You know, there's, there's four deaths. And we we get a
1: live uh, comical news broadcast uh, explaining uh, it, it, with a reporter interviewing a witness to the whole thing. is about six six one uh, blonde hair wore this kind of like metal uh uh mask across his face with a visor in the in, <laughs> over the eyes and this kind of silver kind of like a bondage a style uh, welder's mask and, and he had a black outfit with this uh, kind of like a pajama outfit with a, a red sash and those Chinese slippers on his feet
0: yeah okay, what he, happened
1: what happened oh i don't know i didn't see <laughs> uh, uh, this is Russ Mazzola, live action camp 5 And Ridgeway, back to you at the studio, Melanie. Uh, classic uh, Russ Mazzola in this case is played by David Dakota The uh, producer uh, While the uh, Bert Ralston, the eyewitness there Is Kenneth J. Hall, who's a uh, fairly well known Well, he's been in a lot of genre films as an actor But he worked in special effects for a really long time uh, that, yeah. that scene, you know, it's funny When you get these Cameos or small parts for these, um, if not recognizable names, then uh, mm. then somewhat recognizable. I mean, that's played entirely for laughs, even though of course, even though everything around it is played. You know, it's played fairly straight, especially because Lenny's arm is fucked up.
0: I mean, just ridiculous.
1: I mean, and Lenny's attempt at fixing his arm is—it's not good, considering that we know that there's at least, at the very least, a medicine cabinet in this place.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, we don't know what's there, you know, and, and then Lenny kind of looks over and there's like a, like, what is what is it? There's, there's like a couple of pieces of, of tubing is stuff. The first thing yeah, like
1: he grabs, I think.
0: Yeah, and like, and it's, and it's not, and he doesn't do what you think he would do with right. it. You know, like, I mean, you get this plastic, you know, this rubber tubing, you'd think he would tie off his arm. Right. You know, make like a tourniquet out of it. No, he shoves it into the hole. Yes. You know, and then he finds a piece of metal. Uh-huh. And he just
1: shoves the metal into the hole. Yeah, it's it, it's this is a really strange area for the film to go. I mean, it it I didn't know what they were trying to do at first. Well, I kind I kind of I kind of questioned it when when it started up because it's very Tetsuo. Yeah,
0: it's like Tetsuo the Iron. You know, Man. and Tetsuo the Iron Man came out the same year right. as this, so it almost kind of makes me wonder if there was any like influence there at all. I mean, maybe not. Who knows. It, you know i mean obviously body horror existed before Tetsuo 2 exactly there's a cronenberg you know. thing going on here yeah. as well
1: but it, it doesn't it also doesn't really go anywhere he inserts it doesn't, he, and it doesn't fit and it doesn't fit it doesn't fit into the rest of his movie he shoves a piece of metal into his arm it it would probably at some point kill him uh, yeah. but uh, it doesn't at least for the rest of the the film the, for the short rest of the film the, yeah but at this point there's no going back he unless he gets some medical attention very soon which spoiler he's not he <laughs> is going to die
0: <laughs> keeping in mind that every time he opens his mouth like just um, like, i mean like he must be he must have been drinking like gulps of blood in between takes sure. because every time he opens his mouth a mouthful of blood
1: falls and out and he's fucked up i mean he's taken his mask off and he, his face is all swollen i mean he I mean he, deformed yeah he's deformed yeah. at this point
0: Actually, the effects on his face are
1: great. Yeah, they look really uh, good. He really looks fucked up. How fucked up he looks, that's right. Um, So, Larry. Larry. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm so sorry. Uh, So, Lenny. Man, your your Canadian accent's really fucking Yeah, I know. I don't know what the problem is. Um, I have to think American. Um, So, Lenny. (laughs) Cheeseburger. Lenny, for some reason, went to that lab, but he doesn't stay there. He goes back to his own apartment. Yeah. Which I don't know like what well, I don't know what the thought process is there. It's like I gotta stop at the lab to put some shit in my arm and then go back to my own Oh place. I know I well yeah, I mean he, I he think he takes more reason, pills.
0: Yeah, he takes more pills. He actually empties out the cabinet. Um Well he empties out the cabinet of all the prescription right. stuff. Uh and then he goes back because he's gonna work on his uh comic
1: book. That's why he goes back to home. Right. He goes back to yeah, he, he there's something specific he wants to do with his comic book. Yeah, yes. He, he needs to finish the story.: He needs yes, to the finish the story. Uh, I don't know. It, it, this will play into our Twilight Zone ending, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he goes back home, takes a bunch of pills, starts drawing, and while he's doing that, uh, the, the, the night passes by, and the next morning, the poor Dr. Goodnight arrives home to his lab, and-
0: because, because this is another situation where Sanchez does the stupid thing. Yes. She's like, like oh should we, should we go get him now? She's like no no no, let him rest up. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> we'll get him in the morning.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so So the doc, yeah, so the doc gets home the next morning and uh, and he discovers that you know that there's blood everywhere uh-huh. in his lab and that everything's all fucked to shit. That's it. And of course, and of course he realizes that his medicine cabinet is empty. <laughs> and so he goes he he heads back upstairs to I guess is what is supposed to be his kitchen or whatever. Right? And he basically bumps into Sanchez. Right. Who's, who says...
1: Hiya, Doc. Have a nice fall.
0: Which may be the worst line in the entire movie. Yeah, that... That,
1: that is a shitty fucking line. It should not... That's a made. really, really stupid fucking line. I mean, I heard that when I was like like seven years old. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah. she goes... Hiya, Doc. Have a nice fall. She pushes him down a flight of stairs. And, and they, they start... They start... Beating the shit out of him. Yeah. They want to know more about how he's the robot ninja, uh, and well, they, actually, they
0: start by picking through his lab and breaking shit because he's knocked out at this right. point. And then he comes to.
1: Yeah, at some point he he yells. I think it's Sanchez he goes, "Go to hell." Yeah, he says this.
0: Go to hell! I already been there. I didn't like the weather.
1: I'm changing my mind on the Sanchez thing. <laughs> oh man, yeah, not the not the best dialogue in this particular scene. Um, yeah, we forgot
0: to mention too that the doctor seems to be German sometimes. Yeah. I think he's German. I think he's supposed to be German because you know, Goodnight is a very German name. Um <laughs> lots of people named Goodnight? I think, I mean maybe it's Gutenacht.
1: Oh, that's oh, maybe. Oh, I love it when you speak four languages, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> uh but they make it very clear by the way that they're going to kill goodnight. <laughs> they have no bones about it. it the weird None thing whatsoever. is that they um they don't really have any specific Here's one thing. Shouldn't they've known immediately that he wasn't the robot ninja by the fact that he's not fucked up and it, Yeah, exactly. His arm he's, is fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's completely fine. There's no there's not a speck of blood on him. But they do eventually realize
1: that it wasn't him. Yeah, poor. Unfortunately for him, it's interesting because he still he still has to die in the process. They um, <laughs> they he starts to explain that he's not the robot ninja and starts almost to tell them who actually is, but doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and their response is they uh, she pulls out a gun, and does a very interesting thing with it. She. Puts she shoves it into his fucking eye hole. Yeah, she she shoves the gun barrel into his eye socket and then pulls the trigger. Twice. Well, muzzle flashes are difficult. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so this is one <laughs> well, way to get around that, I guess.
0: I was going to say, you should know. Yes, indeed, I should. Yeah. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, this. Uh, by the way, this is the part of the film where we get a dream sequence. Yeah, We're just I mean, about at it. it. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd even call it a dream It's sequence. weird, I mean, yeah, it's, really, it's like a hallucination. It's sort of... Yeah, it's a hallucination, definitely. Because it continues with him. I mean, he starts off when he's knocked out. Right. Which I'm assuming is from blood loss. Right. Um, or the pills. You know? And then, and then every time he sees one of the bad guys from then on, he sees them as a demon. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically, like... I mean, I guess we should explain, you know, what we're saying. Um, you know, he starts to hallucinate, and he starts to, like, dream about... You know, about the, the, people, the bad guys About the thugs The people he's killed all, in this case yeah, yeah, and the people he's killed And they're all, like, demons Right Evil Yeah,
1: yeah. They're, they're a combination Like, some of them are demons Some of them look like zombies Uh yeah. Some of them have the wounds that he Like, the the black guy who got his hand cut off He's there And one of the other yeah. thugs He's got, like, his his organs are, are falling <laughs> out of his uh, guts and, uh, and you were there? And you were there? <laughs> um So yeah this is our zombie scene In the movie basically Yeah. And you know they're surrounded by smoke But it's all a hallucination it's not really a dream You're right because he's on his way at that point He's on his way to fight more crime Fight crime (laughs) Yeah Yeah, it's Jesus Christ it's just like as the movie progresses you just realize how insane it is. It it really is it really kind of of it loses its way but it actually gets a little bit more interesting because you just it, don't know what's going to happen at this point.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's I mean, you know, I mean these aren't size of exasperation, these are the size of uh, Holy uh, shit they joy. did what um, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's al- it's almost like joy it's like what the fuck is going to happen next this is insane yeah
1: it's insane and it's about to get more insane because uh Lenny uh goes to the doctor's lab again i guess he suspects that maybe they might end up there i don't know i guess he's going there to see the doctor um yeah. but when he gets there the doc is dead uh he's, he's strung up by his ankles with a note pinned to yeah it. and what does the note say mo uh I don't Oh know. no I got light like... it says robot ninja fucker meet us at the junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love
1: it. <laughs> uh My favorite part about when he
0: gets to the you know um junkyard? Oh what is what does he say? He says something really great. Too. He says like it's time to play or something like that. Yeah he like does that. he does say it's time yeah. to play. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> and he, he's and he so fucked out, he, up at this point. What? Why would he say that? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's
0: he's so overconfident. You know, he's got that superhero mentality, but none of the talent. You know, and uh, so, so he heads out and he gets to the junkyard and he's and like there's a ton of uh, uh, uh of the thugs there at this point. Um, they they well, don't. Not they don't have I mean, a very
1: good plan for getting him, by the way. Like they, nobody has any good plans. In like this. they know that he's coming to the to the junkyard. So, yeah, their their plan was we've got two more guys
0: in the gang that he hasn't killed yeah. yet. you know, let's attack. The thing that I love about about specifically one of the other guys is I don't know if you noticed this or not, but one of the guys looks a lot like Rick
1: Ocasek. You know what? I did, especially during that that uh, zombie dream hallucinations. Yeah, events, when he comes out, he's wearing like a, he's wearing like a
0: meat top. Yeah, he
1: looks like, of course, <laughs> mid '80s Rick Ocasek, and and very <laughs> very visibly so. You might it's think great. it's so foolish. Great. Um, oh, it is. But <laughs> So he gets to the junkyard and he immediately has a run-in with Scully of one of the the, the two yeah. members of the gang still left alive. Uh and somehow this does not go well for Scully. I don't really understand how um he gets he This should not be a difficult Scully doesn't even have a good weapon or anything. Doesn't he just have a a knife or something? I think so. Yeah, well Scully gets stabbed in the leg. And then he gets stabbed right in the forehead and killed hey. Well, I mean, it's good enough He's dead, he's gone uh, it, One down One down, one to go uh, Oh, and by the way, uh, right after Lenny leaves the, uh, the doctor's uh, lab the, A cop arrives who's been kind of following Lenny around And, and yeah. discovers the body And, and he, he, he has been, uh, or at least the police in general Also uh, send a cop to the junkyard
0: Yeah yeah, so so the yeah so the cop who shows up first, not the one who had been following right. uh, Lenny, he gets killed. Yes,
1: Sanchez killed. Flat out, him. Just, she drives. Yeah, him. Sanchez kills him. Um, yeah, that's right. She drives into him, and she crashes. Um, she goes. She crashes her car while trying to run over him, and she goes, "Shit! What an idiot move!" <laughs> Guess what? Every move you made so far is an idiot move.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Every move she's made so far is an idiot move, and yet, as I as I repeat myself again, she's the smartest person in this movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ, so actually, maybe that's not entirely true, um because there's a point where where I don't know she's like beating Lenny with like a fucking tire iron and uh, and like Lenny looks at her and sees sees her with like horns and she's right, a demon, right, right. and and things just get really weird and it basically' is just a really horrible stupid fight scene, and uh she ends up um she ends up stabbing uh stabbing robot ninja <laughs> and runs, yeah. Now, as she's running, the fucking cop who was following Lenny takes her out. Yes. Yeah, he shoots <laughs> her a versus... bunch of times. Now, the, the, here's the problem with that scene. He doesn't announce himself. hmm You know, he doesn't tell her to stop. She wasn't armed. Right? She could have been anybody. She could have been a completely she, innocent person. She could have been anybody and that cop
1: blows her the fuck away. <laughs> Which by the way, if you saw a just a regular woman in a junkyard and you see a guy dressed as a robot ninja, who would you immediately at least focus your immediate attention on, right? Seriously. I mean, now I
0: now who knows. Maybe maybe Sanchez is a known criminal element, who knows. Yeah. But all I do know is that there are so many things wrong with how he handled that situation that I mean you know like let's let 's just put it this way i don 't foresee his future being all that good <laughs> uh,
1: well, it was the late eighties you know it 's a whole different world um, no, just getting out of really. reagan 's America <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what 's even more baffling about the scene uh, which which just to give a, a just a quick rundown again, Sanchez crashed her car, she gets out of the car. Uh, Lenny attacks her as Robot Ninja They fight, she grabs a tire iron and beats the fuck out of him She starts running away when the cop comes and gets blown away yep. How does Lenny get away? <laughs> he does, he manages to escape again and get into his car and go home But, I mean, I don't care Like, the cop blows her away Is he running to the car? He's, he could only be able to crawl at this point Yeah, I mean... Yeah. he's a mess <laughs> he's he's even more of a mess than he was before when he was in just a horrible state like you couldn't even yeah. it's hard to look at him he's so messed up yeah
0: at this yeah at this point it actually is really hard really hard to look at him and um you know i mean we, we like he he does finally get back and he, and he's crawling at this point Like he eventually Like you know he's, he's on his stomach Like you know He takes off his mask And he is like Jello Yes You know Like you know Who he looks like He looks so bad That he looks like Fucking lumpy space princess From fucking adventure time Like he's just <laughs> he's, he's purple And covered in lumps That's all that matters Yeah he's messed up He is a But mess. he has a,
1: a noble purpose For trying to get home Of course Because This <laughs> Yes
0: Now, I don't know if if, if they could understand what he said there, because he is, I mean, a mess, you know. But he said, just
1: like I planned. And And then he shoots himself. He shoots himself in the head. Which, by the way, okay, here's what's happening. He has to go home, (laughs) because his comic, which he has... uh, which he, we saw him draw a little earlier That he had to do That he was, he was very focused on um, yep. It basically dramatized the events that we just saw I wonder if it showed Sanchez Trashing a car And the <laughs> cops shooting her and <laughs> stuff like that But anyway, he was, he was writing the end of his own story Which ended with him shooting himself In the head The only mm. problem with that is He had to come a long way just to die Considering he could have just died in the junkyard You could just see him He's like Oh man, I don't want to I can't die here I gotta go all the way back Just to shoot myself in the fucking head
0: Yeah uh, It's like what, what, Was the whole point of him going back Is so that he could ruin that awesome video dead poster yeah, That was on yeah, his wall I mean, God,
1: forgive me <laughs> Boom uh, Boom <laughs> Fucking A Yeah not the end of the movie, by the way. I was very shocked when this happened because on my copy there was still like like, like fifteen minutes left in the movie. I was like, "Yeah,
0: yeah I'm am si- sitting there and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. He just shot himself. Why is there not credits rolling right now? Right. Yeah.
1: No, we still we have we have an important follow up on that plot point earlier with Burt Ward as the uh, the comic book company owner. Uh, so sleazy. Yes, and he's he has. Now it cuts to him, and he's hired Marty coleslaw <laughs> to finish off I guess he's gonna, i mean I, I is the impression i mean he's inking the work that uh that lenny didn't finish yeah, yeah exactly uh he he is
0: yeah he's finishing up lenny's book essentially um because this is going to be the last one. Uh, his hand is still a mess. Yes, and 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 they make the sly reference to the fact that they're going to start production on Bi- on Bayou Man. Right.
1: They yeah. we've already pre-booked more copies than DC's Dark Knight series. Uh, yeah, nice nice reference yeah, there. There you go. And, and uh, yeah, then we go to a, a comic book store. Yeah, a com- and it's 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 great
0: the, because it's- there's a really great there's a really great line in this where the the guy who's I guess he's supposed to be the, the owner or the guy running the register or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, fat nerd number one, whatever you want to call him. Exactly. Um, you know, he he says he says something and then completely contradicts himself in the in the next line. He says he says it's supposed to it's the he says it's the most brutally violent uh comic book ever published. And then he says it's not even that
1: realistic yeah. or or violent yeah, it's a really it's it I remember i, I, I kind of doing a double take on what he said, you're right, he completely contradicts yeah. himself. <laughs> How did someone not notice that uh i I did like <laughs> looking at these comic book stores in the late eighties, uh, someone had a copy of Justice League International, which is one of my favorite comic books um because I'm fat geek number 2 apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're you're tall geek. <laughs> tall fat the geek Canadian. Anyway. <laughs> so I think we're getting a little message at the end because one of the kids uh is looking like leafing through the comic which by the way, what's that what's that Canadian uh uh superhero team? Is that like Alpha Strike or something? Are you Alpha kidding Flight me? Thing? You don't know Alpha Flight <laughs> with Puck? Look, and then look, Sasquatch and look, uh, the guy who's got, like, a suit with, like, a look, I, I, weight belief look, on Look, I know, I know who they are. They're Alpha Flight,
0: and they are I awesome. just, I just fucked up the name. Yeah, and there's Captain <laughs> Canada, too, and don't think he won't fuck
1: you up. <laughs> well, he'd probably do a better job than the Lenny. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, so, like, a kid is leafing through this comic, and uh, he goes, Wow, this guy is cool. Actually, you have the clip, right? Let's hear it. Yeah, I, ha- I have it. yeah, yeah. It's so sad.
0: Wow, this guy's cool. Sure wish I could be
1: him. That's what kids do in comic book stores, by the way. They're leafing through yeah. like a Wolverine comic. It's like, wow, this guy's cool. I sure wish I could be him.
0: <laughs> well, you know, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that his little that his little friend had the common sense
1: to be like, what?
0: He's <laughs> like, are you insane? He fucking kills That's himself right. at the end of the book. He's a
1: complete failure. Fucks up everything he tries and then kills himself.
0: <laughs> it's like you're insane. <laughs>
1: Um, and by the way That's the end of the movie
0: Yep And then we're treated to some Kick-ass
1: fucking uh, uh, Closing credit music Le- Kick-ass music Lengthy credits The credits last for like 10 minutes Yeah, I'll just play it oh, yep, there are- Never surrender Oh
0: I just started it from the beginning We, we can still talk Oh yeah No it. I know we can And there's a lot of Shitty There's a lot of music. fun
1: I mean I think Bookwalter Jared Bookwalter Uh at some point, he thought that this was a comedy, and some part it's supposed to be sort of a commentary. But it's the cl- the credits seem to indicate that it's just been a comedy the entire time. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like like one of the to give you an idea of the the humor that we're dealing with here. It lists the camera operators as flung Dung and Ip Freely.
0: See, I actually I wish I had stuck around through the through the entire credits. I, just, I really didn't. I I needed to be
1: like I was running out of time. I know, you know Mo. Cause we were we, we were getting. <laughs> but they also like there's some other interesting credits. There's a the the one of the credited uh, places is like a Shemp Hardware Store. Um, and my favorite is that the sound consultant is Don No Soul Simmons from Amazon Women on the Moon. Which uh, that's a fun <laughs> reference because that would have come out in right, like 1989, right before this movie came out. Yeah. But one of the interesting that's things awesome. is that uh, at least part of this film. Was done in Toronto, and I'm wondering if all of those uh, LA-based scenes in the movie with Burt Ward and Linnea Quigley—I wonder if those were actually made in Toronto, because otherwise, it certainly doesn't look like Toronto. Not that there's a specific look that it has to have, um, but but it's hard to say where the other locations would come into play in this case. Who knows? Who knows? I guess it'll be a mystery. It's not like we could just ask Jeremy Qualter on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah it's it's not like I don't follow him uh, on Twitter. this either. movie should be on DVD by the way. I don't know why it's not. Uh my understanding is that there's there's been absolutely no Robot Ninja DVD release and that's a shame. I mean this this Well, I don't think
0: I I mean it, it may just be a, a matter of the fact that like that Bookwalter's not really doing anything with movies anymore.
1: You know, you still think that uh, with the amount of time that this must have taken, uh, and it being, you know, there's with notable names, uh, and and the fact that it, it's a fun movie, and especially this, you think someone at the very least, if it was uh, Jared Bookwalter or somebody else or David Dakota, would at least have repackaged it with all of those superhero movies coming out and just mm. and tried to make a couple bucks on it. But I mean, this this it's just very strange that uh, that this movie is is. Almost entirely unknown, especially again compared to the Dead Next Door, which has gotten a few releases.
0: Well, I got—I got to tell you, I mean, even just with the release of Super. Yes. You know, I mean, I—I I, I would have assumed that the attention that that was getting would have warranted this something like this to get a. Uh, uh, a DVD release Just to put the name Out there again You know It's like Come look at look Come look at What we did Before anybody else did it Right Exactly You know Yeah I mean that's not That's not entirely true Obviously Rat Fink and Boo Boo Did it first You know <laughs> Or did it earlier Don't you Don't you mean
1: Rat Fink A uh, Boo Boo I do I really do I do mean Rat Fink A Boo Boo Yeah I mean I, You know th- It isn't a completely Original concept But I will say that This Robot Ninja Has a lot A lot of similarities With those later films It it does kind of Follow sure. That uh, some of the themes, especially well, it's,
0: it's it certainly has a lot more in common with special or super than it does Rat boo, boo Yes,
1: or or even or <laughs> even Kickass or something like that. Uh, Fight crime, boo boo. And I mean, it's a pretty ambitious movie when you think about it, even though it's kind of small scale. Uh, mm-hmm. It you know it it tries to do a lot, even though there isn't, except for uh, the violence, mm-hmm. a lot of the gore. There isn't a lot of special effects involved, but I mean, it certainly looks more polished even though it's very rough around the edges than the dead next door sure. is. oh without a doubt i mean and that and that's oh,
0: could almost be entirely attributed just between the jump from 8 to 16 millimeter it just looks that much better but um but what i was saying uh before we started recording you know was that like this is one of those movies that i would love to see them like i mean you know me i'm i'm so anti uh remake but i would love to see them try to try to do something with this with this property again you know and and maybe like modernize it a little bit more do something you know maybe maybe go a little grittier i
1: think the general concept of comic book writer uh, decides to go out and fight crime uh is i think there's actually a lot of potential in that concept. sure sure
0: well, I mean, yeah, because you get a lot of, you know, you get a lot of average Joe wants to go out and become sure. a vigilante, you know, but I like that. But the idea that you've got a, you've got a guy who wants to become his
1: character, I think is a great is a great concept to explore. And also it gives you the opportunity you can play around with the genre a little bit because this person being a comic book writer would know all like the cliches. I mean, I think there's, exactly it could, you, it could still be sort of a dark comedy Um, And And I still like the idea that he fails completely Right
0: You know, obviously I don't want him to go out there and and win I want him to go out there and
1: just fail miserably Yes, absolutely Uh, Robot Ninja I think it's pretty darn good I think it's definitely worth watching And I wish more people would be able to see it Without a doubt Yeah, I feel bad for J.R. Bookwalter That some of his films don't get the respect That they probably deserve I mean, really, outside of The Dead Next Door Most of his catalog is severely underseen And I, I include myself in that I, I, uh, I've always wanted to see the film I think Zombie Cop is what it's called uh, That uh, I think he directed it At the very least he produced it uh, No, yeah, he did direct it That was his, actually ne- his next film after Robot Ninja Robot Ninja to Zombie Cop I, I want to see that <laughs> I've seen Zombie Cop Oh, was it
0: any good? Yeah, it's great. See, uh, yeah, what I did was uh in 1998, I think, is when I discovered Bookwalter, right. and uh and the first movie because because Polymorph had just come out in '96, so I had seen, so I saw
1: Polymorph first, and then I worked my way backwards. Sure. Yeah, yeah let 's come back to movies Walter. actually i 'm almost certain that there 's many good reasons why he wouldn 't want to do that uh, sure. but, but still, I would like to see his catalog get a little bit more respect, particularly robot ninja but if there 's something to be said about robot ninja we 've said it We sure have robot ninja don 't do what robot ninja did don 't do what Lenny did <laughs> uh, and uh, go out there and try to fight crime. Um, Unless you are a lot more prepared to um, at least be able to physically encounter somebody and uh, and engage with them on a level that doesn't rely entirely on your, your glove knives. Yeah. He's a shitty superhero, this robot ninja. Yeah, I mean, on top of the fact that maybe you should go out with something a little
0: more than just glove knives. Why didn't he have a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if it was just like a taser or something Yeah he,
1: the guy, Nothing
0: Should have had a gun in retrospect I don't know why I never thought of that <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what? You know what? I just want a couple of claws on my hand I don't need to actually shoot anybody just got, You know, I want to get up close and
1: personal I'd, I'd like and, and, and just going back to the concept again Wouldn't it be funny Since this character is obviously at least semi-based on Frank Miller That they would base it on modern, ultra-right-wing Frank Miller, and he's going to go out with like a bunch of <laughs> guns, and he's going to decide to fight crime, or he's going to he's going to I don't know, murder immigrants or something like that. Sorry, not not, cha- not his... that that's what Frank Miller wants to do, but it just... his char- his character could
0: be set. It could be called Second Amendment. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, I poor, I was going to say poor Frank Miller, not poor Frank Miller, poor the people who still like his work because it's uh, it's gotten pretty terrible, and uh, mm. yeah, not a fan at this point.
0: I haven't paid. I haven't paid much attention to his work for a while.
1: <laughs> Lucky you, Mo. <laughs> hey,
0: Mo. I need your goddamn sarcasm. No,
1: you absolutely <laughs> don't, Mo. Just to uh, just to move on slightly, just because we're wrapping up here a little bit. Sure, have you seen sure. any interesting films lately, Mo? God,
0: how many? I don't know. <laughs> um, actually, no. It's been a really bad couple of weeks. Uh, I've I'd sp- I'm watching such shit lately um i watched uh that movie cool dog uh-huh <laughs> it's such a uh, I, I don't know why i don't know why it's, i saw it i said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna watch you don't this. you don't, don't do get it. enough bad movies with
1: no budget nightmares podcast you got to go do it on your own time
0: yeah i guess yeah, i do <laughs> um i watched that jamie kennedy documentary heckler oh, fuck really Oh, well, I kind of was expecting it to be more about
1: hecklers. Yeah, he, he goes not, after critics and, and it's... Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, he spends 90 minutes, like, talking shit about critics. And it's just like, why name your movie Heckler if
1: you're going to spend the entire movie being butthurt about critics? He's he's a real... And, and him, of all people, just because he, he, almost exclusively the movies he's made are terrible i mean it's shit
0: just pure shit and, and you know and and it's like and it's like he actually there's a comment he talks to carrot top you know in the in the film and because you know carrot top, top tends to be the butt of, of, uh-huh. of a lot of jokes you know and and i was thinking as i was as i was watching the film i was thinking to myself i actually have more respect for carrot top than i do for jamie Sure, Kennedy. absolutely no question. Carrot, car, Carrot top in
1: my life has made me laugh on many occasions. Hey, you know what? Jamie Kennedy has not. Carrot top's commentary on uh, the uh, Roger Avery's Rules of Attraction. Fu- there's some funny stuff in there. He he at least has a mind that has the possibility of pulling comedy out of the air. Even though I'm obviously well, he did, not a he fan. Did...
0: <laughs> he yeah, I mean I'm not a huge fan of his. You know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start defending him or anything like that. I don't give a shit one way. Sounds or the other. like that's what you're doing. But, but but he did he did an episode shut up. But he did an episode of what of, uh, uh, of what the fuck yeah. and you know and like that kind of like turned me around uh, on him that a episode bit more. that like,
1: episode didn't turn me around fully because it had that guy with him who was such a douchebag. I hate yeah yeah I hated <laughs> that guy. But you know but at the same time I was like well you know what
0: you know because because at least he said some things that were kind of funny you know fuck you.
1: yeah absolutely have you seen the Avengers yet Mo? I have not seen the Avengers yet. I have seen it. It is worth seeing. I think you should see it.
0: Oh I'm sure I I want to see it. I just I, I never have any money. I
1: know. I know. I don't have any money either. I had to sneak in. I'm just kidding. I went in there with my wife. She she by the way enjoyed it even though she was dreading going in to see it. She doesn't like superhero movies and has never seen any of the movies that led up to it. Women. Yeah, no, not women. Uh my wife. <laughs> I also recently watched a fish called Wanda uh for the first time since probably like 1991 or 92 and that movie is so fucking awesome, I mean it's so good it, it's I love it, I love fish called, Wanda yeah, no it's great, and uh, it, in fact, what I loved when I was watching, it, I was like, this is an untainted movie. I mean th- they did fierce creatures even though it's it 's not a direct sequel, it just has a lot of the same creative, but a fish called Wanda, yeah. you know if you' made that today, you'd already have two sequels to it, but it's just this kind of perfect little piece where everything is is just working above what it, it you really would expect it to no it, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a really great. Uh, movie uh I also watched uh, Cutthroats nine the uh the western the spaghetti western really um and it's uh it, for those who don 't know it 's about nine well actually seven convicts who uh are being um transferred uh to this uh camp from a mining camp so they 're going to like a regular camp from a mining camp mm-hmm. and um basically they're they uh some bandits try to stop them, and uh, one uh, cavalry, so- cavalry soldier has to march this group of murderers and and psychopaths uh, to this camp. Uh, to, and he has his daughter with him the entire time, and it's amazing. I mean, it's a really, really great, gritty, uh, violent, super fucking violent western. And uh, and for those of you who like spaghetti westerns, even though this one's a little bit different because it's all uh, during the winter, it's it's kind of uh, it feels like a Sergio Corbucci movie. Um, <laughs> but it it's really uh, really worth seeing, and it, it, it's a little underseen as well. I remember I used to have a VHS tape. Yeah, it.
0: I've I, yeah I've been meaning to watch it for a really long time, and I just never get around. to it maybe
1: I'll I think there are some really rough full screen prints of it as well. But if you can, uh, I know it's out, out there on DVD. I, I think it might even be on Blu right now. But if you can ser- search out the uh, the DVD, it's worthwhile because uh, it's uh, it's it's a great looking movie, and uh, and it also has some really interesting directorial uh, filmic techniques and editing techniques where they nice. they do yeah, freeze yeah. frames and and uh, yeah no it's it's really really worth the uh, worth your time if you get a chance to see it awesome and and i think the last thing i'll mention is uh
0: is i you know like i sometimes i like to wait like if if a movie i find is being too hyped up uh-huh. like i like to wait until like all the hype's kind of dead Absolutely. before i watch it so i watch drive oh right fi- finally and uh you know, I had been avoiding it like the plague. I'm like, well, I kind of want to see it, but I, you know, but I kind of don't want other people's opinions to, you know, to, to, to come into my brain as I'm watching it. And, uh, and I was surprised at how much I liked mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's not a perfect movie. Like, I mean, there were people saying it was the best movie they've sure. ever seen. I'm like, that's, that's bullshit. It's not the best movie ever made. You know, it's, it's a really good, I, I, I said it's a solid four. Right. You know? Um, I, I, yeah, I would never, you know, it's not four and a half, it's not five, it's a, it's a solid four film. Uh, I really enjoyed it. There's some really great brutal violence. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, very deliberately paced films, and that certainly it certainly fits the bill. Yeah, and I mean, and that, and and I mean, and really, it, it, you know, the story keeps going, but it's like a, sl- it's it's like a slow build. Uh, I mean, not to necessarily up to anything because there isn't. You know, like there's, it doesn't like boil over at the end. Not like uh, like House of the Devil, right.
1: you know, where it's where it's a slow boil and then it, and then it just goes insane.
0: Like it's just, you know, it, the movie just goes. Yeah, it, there's it's, some
1: stings, like like it jumps into action a few times and it, things get like yeah. out of control and then it settles back down again. Uh, yeah, t- yeah. T- t- uh, t- t- bleh, I can't speak. Um, <laughs> have you? Uh, did you see uh, Nicholas Winding reference his previous film Valhalla ba- Rising? I haven't. I haven't. Okay, I-, I have to say that I have seen it and I didn't enjoy it. I really didn't. It's beautiful but I thought uh-huh. that the deliberate pacing got very ponderous, especially in the second half. So when I went into Drive uh, to see Drive, even though the reaction to it was very strong, I know a lot of people who like Valhalla Rising a lot too. I, I was I mm-hmm. went in with kind of measured expectations and I do have to say, I really enjoyed it. And the big moments in that film, they hit so hard. Um yeah. and, and it's it it, it it gives you this visceral Feeling that you get so rarely out of movies that I think that's why a lot of people they kind of maybe even went a little overboard on the praise because there are moments there are like even down to especially the performances which are uniformly excellent especially Albert Brooks who's fucking amazing amazing (laughs) absolutely amazing totally should have gotten the Oscar nomination at least Um, but but you know I think that there are these elements that you you very rarely go to see you know what was by far a, a mainstream film and see these elements do, done so well and that even goes down sure. to things like the the soundtrack which i mean the soundtrack incredible, incredible soundtrack right but yeah. but also the kind of soundtrack that you just wouldn't expect you just wouldn't yeah. normally get one like that uh ones with sort of these kind of dreamy electronic 80s style pop songs i mean it's well i was i was saying the uh, the track that they use i forget i you know i uh, night what's it called being... And a real <laughs> hero.
0: No, that's a theme. <laughs> uh, the the uh the, the track they use during the opening credits, what's it called? Like I think it's called like Night Call. Right. I I forget what the name of the the group is, like Kaminsky or something like that. Um that track is amazing. Yeah. Like that like 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 I I like as that was playing, I'm like, this is really just I mean, like it has a very uh like
1: eighties synth feel that I mean, but that song's only like two years old Yeah, that's the thing That, that that's yeah. they, The the choices were... I mean, and the choices all around were so interesting You know, um, one of the... I, I think you might follow her on Twitter But it's... Uh, there's an Italian film journalist, uh, Daniella Catelli Who... Uh, hopefully, I didn't massacre her name just then. <laughs> but uh, she talked to Nicholas Winding Refn about the film, and hopefully, I didn't massacre his name as well. Uh, I have a habit of doing that. And he said that a lot of his major influences uh, were were horror films, like, especially Italian horror films like like uh, Dario Argento and and the. the...
0: Well, that's what I, that's what I was saying. Like, because you know, like like lately, I find myself writing like these little like paragraph reviews on Facebook after I watch a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and I wrote one up for. Um, you know, for, for drive when I when I watched it, and it, it and
1: I said that it feels very European. Yeah, and I mean certainly sure. the part where he's wearing that mask, and I mean the movie goes full fledged horror movie for a little while there. My wife, when we saw it in theater, she even leaned over to me, and again, she she managed to enjoy that movie despite generally disliking genre films, and she yeah. over, she's like she's like this is like a slasher movie, this is like Halloween, which is exactly yeah. what it was like, and it, it exactly it shot like exactly. A
0: well, I mean, I had people like, um, I've had people say to me, like, well, why didn't he talk at all? <laughs> I'm like, do you not understand that, and th- that he essentially has the personality of a serial killer? Yes, exactly. You know, I mean, he, he has, you know, he's a horror movie slasher, essentially.
1: Yeah, you, you switch some of those uh, casting roles around and you put Ron Perlman in, in that role instead of uh, Ryan Gosling, and suddenly it is a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, great movie. Uh, and uh, obviously, uh, they're, um yeah. I mean, it's sorry, I didn't know where my train of thought was going. Just that I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, watch Drive and then move on to Robot Ninja or whatever, whatever you order you, whatever. If you want to watch them. Sure. I was trying to transition into asking you, Mo, that if you wanted, you being the people listening right now, to, to keep mm. up on the films that we're watching, to keep up on us, to see what's going on with No Budget Nightmares, how would they go about doing so? well there
0: are several Mm. ways that people Mm -hmm. can do
1: that um
0: my personal favorite is you can go onto facebook and you can find us on facebook it's uh facebook.com slash no budget Nightmares. one word um you could also follow each of us individually on twitter oh uh i am at drunk on vhs i
1: am at doug underscore tilly that's t-i-l-l-e-y E-Y. Mm, uh-huh.
0: but, <laughs> but, but Mo,
1: but what the
0: big one, what, the big, what one, if they
1: wanted to contact us directly with all this social networking out the window?
0: Well, I mean, not that anybody has yet, but you know, if anybody wanted to contact us directly, it's, it's quite easy. Uh, we now apparently have two email addresses, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can, you, you can contact us either at, uh. At no budget nightmares. DG. No,
1: did. no, you can't.
0: <laughs> you can't. Why not? You
1: just can't. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Okay, no, no.
0: Well, can, but most likely won't. Right? Uh,
1: <laughs> no budget nightmares, all one word. DG. DG as in Daily Grindhouse. At gmail.com. At gmail.com.
0: Or mm-hmm. uh they were, you know, the Daily Grindhouse fellows were kind enough to create Sympathetic enough, uh, I would say. So, yes, yeah, yeah. They, they they felt bad for me. Uh, they, <laughs> and all the bullshit I have to deal with. Uh, they, they created uh, daily. Uh, no, listen to me. Uh, Get it right, no Mo night- I know. Uh, no Budget Nightmares
1: at dailygrindhouse.com. No Budget Nightmares, all one word at dailygrindhouse.com. So you could do either in that case. Oh, by the way, I barely ever mention it, but I also write. Uh, And I write columns for dailygrindhouse.com Including written reviews of every movie That we cover on this uh, episode Uh, All these episodes Every film that we've covered so far I also put my thoughts into written form Obviously covers a lot of the same ground But on alternate weeks I interview a lot of no-budget filmmakers And review other films Sometimes uh, newer films Uh, So please check out my work over there At dailygrindhouse.com Anything else you would like to plug, Mo? I would say I would do that too But I don't know how to write I, for, I forgot. Neither do I, Mo. But I have a degree, so I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. I have I have nothing else to say. Nothing else. Let's uh, let's say goodbye to the folks out there, Mo. Uh,
0: good night, peoples.
1: Good night. Good night. Ding 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 podcast you're currently listening to
0: is part of the second unit podcast network find all of our shows at 2upn.blogspot.com or on our facebook under the second unit podcast network our fantastic list of shows include... Broke on VHS.
1: We came from the basement. The Aftermovie Diner. Something weird this week comes with Rue and Mo,
0: No budget nightmares. And Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid commentaries. The Second Unit Podcast Network. Bringing you the action, leaving the boring stuff to the other guys. Oh my god, there's been a blue night, but up on the highway!
1: Is that John doing the voiceover in that?